Assalamualaikum ji. Welcome back to the episode of Kya Kya Kazi. My guest today was Aslan Atha. Aslan is a writer, ha na? Or kuch? That's mostly it. He's mostly a writer. He's also the progenitor and proprietor of the Desi Collective, which is a platform that hopes to empower and publish Desi writers. We get to speaking about the power of writing, uh the potency of storytelling, of telling your own story, of narrative building, of teaching people how to write. And we speak about how bookshops are really hurting the craft enjoy Three, two, one. Aslanat, how you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. Thank you uh, for doing this, man. You. Yes. How many days are you in Karachi for? Uh, I leave on Saturday. And today is Wednesday. I, I, under a rock. <laughs> today is under a fucking rock. Okay. How you doing? You good? I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. a little tired, but that's good. Tired of what? Are, are you? Oh, are you at liberty to talk about work? That's a good question. Anna. I'm full of good questions man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I can't I mean I'm here for work yes. 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 I think that's mostly what I can say. It's not like I'm like just top secret kuch nahi hai but I don't think I want to talk about work. Sure fair enough. Yeah, um, I've, I've been at work for quite a long time yeah, today so. And you are predominantly men a writer. Yes. Are we talking about the book? We can talk yeah, about the book. Dude, let's talk about the book. We can talk about the yeah, book. Yeah, of you're course. working on the book. And and uh, we obviously need to get into the Desi Collective. Yes, which we will. Inshallah. <laughs> where how so where did you where did you grow up? So I was born and raised in Dubai. Okay. So yeah, I was there when it was, you know, sand dunes and a few <laughs> and a few roads. <laughs> okay. Uh, and um yeah, grew up there, saw the city grow uh, and then came back. Uh, I went to Lahore for university. Okay. and then since then been here mm-hmm. but family ko bhi yahi le aaye unka aap log bhi what are you doing in dubai to so, uh, living life dude <laughs> <laughs> living an unthreatened life i, I, I don't know whatever yeah but no i mean there is also their time to leave yeah um so yeah we all just now live in pakistan okay and and, and when when did you decide that you wanted to starve right <laughs> 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 you know, i did a degree in writing yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and my professors would be like so you've decided you want to starve yeah. like, what the fuck kind of a thing is that yeah. to say to <laughs> someone this is why i have a 9 to 5 job just avoid the starving there you go yeah yeah, yeah. there you go yeah, yeah. so when did you matlab but on a serious note when hmm. did you when did the interest in writing develop was it always how? it was kind of always i think i always had koi na koi random you know story in my dimag and i'd be writing it out um you know going to english medium schools matlab ke i was writing about bob and uh christina rather than you know about desi people because that i i want to talk about that western yeah. protagonist yeah. right like because that's what we were taught and we were taught ke acha you know september is gloomy because it's cold but like actually you loved it ke to no shukar hai garmi khatam ho gayi uh but um, and also no one looks like us no the one he- looks like us the heroes huh. the protagonists never look like us exactly. man like what the fuck yeah i want someone who looks like me exactly. has hair on his body like <laughs> what's going on here man but yeah, yeah yeah so i think like even a couple of teachers would be like oh there's stories that oh like ignore the cultural context not context but like ignore the fact that they're saying like cold is bad yeah. that's just who they are so like that idea was always in our head okay okay um and then actually i think growing up my dada was very supportive of writing what what was he himself he was a vet himself oh. he was a vet in the army so he had a lot of stories with you know i can imagine yeah like lion treatment and treating horses and all of that how so, old are you aslan i am how old do you think i am i think you're 29 30 
Yeah, so I'm 27. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, so my age, more yeah. or less. Um, so your grandfather... Mm. See, people from that era were just more eloquent generally. Yeah. Do you feel this? Yeah. I mean, he... like. So if I look back at like the letters he wrote, or like... Um, do you know like what Sarah Bandi jo hoti hai? Like, no. achadi. So like basically... <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> so, ek hai, like, obviously the, the thing, the yeah, pagri. Yeah. But like a Sehra, ban, Sehra itself is like a poem okay. that the groom's family writes. Oh, wow. Uh, which is like highly personalized. Ke, like, oh, you know, bhai ne ye kaha. And, like, it's very like wholesome and lovely. Okay, and usually lovely. it's in Urdu. Uh-huh. But my dad wrote it in English because oh. he preferred to... I mean, he was also slightly colonized. <laughs> colonized oh, but, uh, but I mean, again, he preferred to write like that. And mm-hmm. that writing is like some like very, very old school and... I I enjoy reading that to this day because it's like so of that time and it's mm. so like heavy, heavy words that we don't use today. Mm. And I can't remember them off the top of my head. Sure, ask me. sure. So. But see, here's the thing. Like, I think it needs to be said repeatedly mm. that colonization was bad yeah, yeah, yeah. and that we have a colonial hangover mm-hmm. cannot take away from the skills certain Absolutely. people develop. Right? Absolutely. Some people, like for instance... You can scoff at, mm. you know, when it's said as a cliche about mm. the Kaide Azam, that he was more white <laughs> than the white people. But it takes doing, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. it still takes doing. Yeah. So we scoff at it. Like, what the fuck were you doing? Sure. Mm-hmm. But it still takes doing. Absolutely. You can't take away from that. Absolutely. You know? And so, so I feel like people from that generation, just generally, and I don't know why that is, mm. we write more now, we communicate more yeah. now, you know? But I think it had like a lot more value because you weren't sharing it immediately also. Like, it was for you. You were sharing your own thoughts with yourself, your right. own feelings with yourself. I'm sure, um, although I don't think we found a lot of the things that he sort of left behind, but I'm sure he wrote diaries and, and he did mention them. So, but you never obviously found those things. So I'm sure he had very, like, deep thoughts about things that are happening, either with the family or his own, like, you know, sure. personal stuff that sure, he didn't sure, talk sure. to anyone else about. So I think, like, you were writing more for yourself, mm-hmm. more for understanding but bro how would that lead to you having better writing so huh? <laughs> you know? uh, um, I don't know actually I feel like there was an element of like he was doing it for himself yeah and I think he didn't have the pressure of sort of sharing it hmm. and that's led him to experiment you think or I some, think so or, yeah. You know, yeah and like him also to be very like supportive of those types of things um, yeah because ye, dekho, is, this is not a figment of my imagination. Mm. Our writing has gotten worse, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my, Absolutely. my I never met my Nana Baba and I never met my Dada Baba. Mm. But their auditory mm-hmm. and their articula- articulatory abilities yeah. were... Matlab, they were very prominent. That Those were prominent uh, traits of their personalities. Absolutely. They could just talk like that, Absolutely. you know? And maybe it's privilege. Maybe mm. it also is that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but they were two completely different people, like... You know, my Nana Baba was in the military. Mm. My Dada Baba was a politician yeah. and Hakim. Mm. But they could just talk, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and now we... I don't know, I suppose it's the fact that we've been inundated with all this content. You know? Yeah. You think so? Yeah, I think it is like... we. I can sort of, on a whim, just write something and post it. Yeah. And I would get some amount of validation you for would, it. You yeah. Uh, but in the past, you'd sort of have to really fight for, you know, sure. getting your words out there. Sure. Um, you know, so... Although this is coming up sooner, but like in this, the DC Collective, I think it was the last issue that I did uh, before I took a break last year was my mamu and my mom uh, approached me and they had a nazam, a ghazal actually that their father wrote, okay. but he could never get it published. Uh, because he was in the military, so he was moving around quite a bit uh, and he was unwell. So he never really got the chance to actually publish it. Plus okay. when he did try, he didn't get it 
published. So there was a letter to the editor and there was the ghazal. So the, the letter sort of goes over why he wrote it. Uh, like he had a heart attack very early on in his life. So he was sort of explaining how the, uh, that meant forced retirement in the right, military. Right, in the military, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. he was sort of talking about, he talked about like really heavy stuff, ke, like I was depressed and like my source of who I was. Because like, Oswakto, all these other you were defined by your productivity. Your right? occupation was everything, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. So he's like, I lost this even before I turned 50 or right when I turned 50. So like, what the hell do I do for the rest of my life? You know, like those are the things he was sort of exploring in this letter he wrote to this editor. Um, and the hazard itself is, you know, sort of goes over this, um, these themes. Um, although I had to read it a couple of times because like, very, very like proper Urdu. Oh like, yeah, dude. <laughs> So then I published that uh, and the last, like the last thing in that yeah. issue was that poem. All right. Now I've, I've, I've messed this up, the chronology. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> you okay. Have. it's okay. <laughs> okay. So inspired by your dada mm-hmm. uh, and he sort of supported yes. yeah, writing is a good thing. Yeah. You should, you should do it. And, and then in school throughout literature was, ha, ha. you know, gravitated towards exactly. that. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like there were some teachers who were supportive. Okay. Um, so again, like the school I went to, mostly, mostly they see teachers, so Indian and Pakistan, because again, Dubai, Metha. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there was one teacher in third grade and then in the ninth who were very supportive okay. and they, you know, really were like, you know, you should write. Yeah. And yeah, that's sort of what kept it going. And just like random little stories here and there. Okay. And uh, yeah. That's it, more yeah. or less. Well, that was school, yeah, more or less. And uh, at what point hmm. now, I think you've just read enough stuff. Yeah. The, the, you know, the Desi Collective, which we have uh, alluded to, but not uh, explained. Not yet. Because uh-huh. we will not. No one knows yet what yeah. it is. Yeah, fuck it, we won't, uh-huh. right? Um, at what point do you start picking up that you might be good at this stuff or was it ever <laughs> was it ever a thought ki good hona is pe? i i wanted to be good at it okay i think i always wanted uh was like very typical i walked into a bookstore and always thought ke ek din, you know maybe kitab yes yeah. so that was the driving thought yeah. I, or at least the recurring thought ke okay. like okay this will happen for me one day yeah so like we have to just get better at this at this task yeah. of writing oh yeah yeah uh but i think for a very long time it was still very uh, stories of things i didn't know Okay, like, oh, London, mein September, mein bahut sardi. like, you know, that yeah, kind of sure, shit. Yeah, sure, sure. yeah, that went on for quite a while. And I think even in Dubai, like, for example, pe, you couldn't find Desi literature, uh, Indian or Pakistani writers okay. for a very long time. Um, what, what years are you in Dubai in? What is this? Uh, I was in Dubai till 2014. Dude, why couldn't you find? Like, there's so many diasporic... But the diaspora was mostly... Like the white diaspora was more prominent, at least yeah. with literature and things like that. Yeah, and the when, Russians and all. Yeah, those, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. You're reading more classical. Yeah. Text. So, like, even in school, O levels, mein you're studying. Ek to school, mein to obviously, if you're doing O levels, you're studying Shakespeare and stuff. Uh-huh, Shakespeare, Jane Austen, you know, all those things. So, yeah. both that's one thing. Yeah. And then in bookstores, you wouldn't find a lot of um, Desi literature in any case. But also, Desi literature, Desi authors, hote, mm-hmm. they're also they're no joke. Like, they're not writing about uh, light subjects. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They go hard. They go hard. You know? I think maybe also my mom's like, okay, you're not too, like, you're you're too young for this. I think there's that aspect also. Sure. Uh, although I'm pretty sure I was reading above, like, what I should have been reading in any Anyways, yeah, yeah. But, again, it was it was difficult to get those books. And when we would come to Karachi, uh, to Islamabad, I would get some little, you know, mostly translated stories. I was very interested in, like, Urdu se translated, you know, stories. Interesting. Why? Um, 
I read one by accident okay. in the sense that I was at a Chacha's house and Mahapir Bhai was very boring. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chacha. Sorry. <laughs> um, and it was very boring. Tha. So I found a translated story there. I believe it was... Toba Take Singh ki translation thi. Okay. Yeah. So I read that and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. what? Also because my mom's family is from Toba Take Singh. So I was like... Yeah, yeah. This, that I think blew my mind a little bit. Yeah. Like, you could write a story about people who are like you or from places that you're yeah, fair. And that's a nuanced thought. Who would have thought Who would have thought that, you know, us mere mortals can yeah. be captured in, uh, in a book. So that started it. And then I would find really random translations. Some of them are really bad. When I say like, I would go to very random stores to find this stuff. So I was very interested and I started, you know, reading up and everything. But then in 2014, when I finally did come back uh, for university, that's when things started to really pick up. Okay. Uh, because now I was in Lahore. So like, pe to you could find Pakistani, also the Indian writers bhi milte the Lahore. Yeah, mein. Yeah. And things like, you know, literature, fe- Lahore Lit Fest was happening. So like, yeah. it was a lot of information being thrown at me. Um, and eventually I did take a course uh, with a Pakistani writer Bilal Tanvir okay. and he told us something mind like like it blew my mind what did he so he was teaching us about the short story like sort of the the art of the short story so he said uh, very clearly like you cannot write about white people do not write about people who you do not know like what are you doing and I was like that, is, that makes all the sense in the world sense. doesn't it yeah it makes sense but like it was the first literature course I was taking at at the university. He's like, you do not like, and the first like midterm, he's like, you write your own short story, but it cannot be about anyone outside of your context. Ooh. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Heavy breathing. <laughs> <laughs> no, ignorant. Uh, what do you want to name the university? Lums. Okay, and yeah. was it was that a good experience? Yes. Yes and no, or yes, yes. Uh, yes and no in the sense that like I was I had to take a major that I didn't want to. I would right. have much rather taken like just literature or just, you know, political science, for example. Yeah. But I had to push econ in there as well. Of course you did. Uh, <laughs> you are brown, my friend. Yes, <laughs> that is true. Um, so, but I mean, those courses sort of saved, you know, the whole experience for sure, me. Sure, sure, sure. So, um, yeah, he's like, midterm, you have to write the story. Like, mm-hmm. jo bhi hai, hai. Okay. Um, so then, jo TA thi, I was like, Sarah, how do we do this? <laughs> guy <laughs> <So> she <laughs> like she was really helpful which I imagine how fractured yourself oh of experience course. is though of right? course like i was i mean i would say that i really immersed myself in a lot of cultural experiences yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know even in the first year of university but even then writing it out yeah yeah it's, it's a different beast man absolutely okay let me let me fix your sure yeah so yeah she's like okay what do you know uh think about like an instance in your life you want to talk about um, so very typically I thought, okay, we had write about the Dawat. <laughs> Dude, that, but see, that's not, that's atypical because how many people have written about Dawats? Ah, but for me, and, yeah. And all the cultural context that, is, go, you mm. know, it's fucking, it's a plethora of, I don't know, the patriarchy, misogyny, yeah. uh, you, you know, domestic abuse. And those are just the bad things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about the beautiful conventions exactly. in Dawats, right? Exactly. Oh man. So I was like, okay, I'll write about Dawat. Okay, <laughs> fantastic. She's like, okay, great starting point. Like, let's, you know, go into it. And I wrote about this Dawat. I, all I remember from the story is that it was very Nihari focused. Uh, because again, I think I was missing Nihari, uh, to be honest, at yeah. this time. Nihari is great, man. Haan. I love Nihari. So I wrote about this Dawat and everything. And uh, we submitted it for checking. And <laughs> great, achaya, but in the end, he's like, he just scratched the ending and he just wrote no. 
That's and no other context. I love professors like that. No. no. Uh, he just scratched it and he wrote no. Mm. And then I went to him and I was like, what do you mean? And he just said, I mean no. And no. I was like, and? <laughs> it validated the whole experience. Yeah. No. So he's like, no, like the ending is too, like whatever, predictable, blah, blah, blah. I was like, like just no I, I want to be in some capacity I yeah. want to be an authority on writing in some capacity yeah. and just do that just scratch out just don't even like just delete it no no I, I think I saved it because I was just like what <laughs> Baki sub there was nothing he wrote nothing else on yeah. that paper he wrote the marks on top yeah and then I was like okay great he really liked it yeah <laughs> and, and then no. to the last page I'm like no but you know what I think that's a good contrast to have if you get a good grade mm. that means there's potential yeah 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 yeah. but then if you get a good grade and no remarks mm. then how are you improving how are you improving I, I mean also I would have just wanted more than a no but again I think also then the credit also lies with him he uses like why are you not a lit major I'm like sir <laughs> bas sir yehi to yes uh, <laughs> alama <laughs> do you want me to cry you know in your office in the middle of Monday um but he so again like his courses were very writing focused and uh, i name, just name him again bilal tanveer bilal, bilal tanveer thank you sir <laughs> thank you you, you uh, got appreciate it man yeah. yeah so i think i sort of followed him like a cult i uh, took all his courses um and he was like what the hell is this guy yeah, and i yeah. was like hello slalikum i'm back <laughs> same guy <laughs> i'm back um you know the guy you said no to <laughs> so no i think those courses definitely helped me to tap into this world i was like whoa you can write about this shit mm-hmm. um and get away with it <laughs> and people will read it yeah. um so yeah that's sort of where the bug uh, started and festered yeah and 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 again man you know in all jokes aside great mm-hmm. appreciation to someone like that who's who's giving uh children mm-hmm. uh, whether in diaspora or not just brown kids the uh courage to write about their own experiences man you know like growing up I would consume all this white content, mm-hmm. right? Where the protagonist was, you know, this fucking carved out of marble man, uh, you know, perfect hair, perfect hair. Because obviously hair loss is not a thing. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. and, and uh, no hair on his body. Mm. You know, for the longest time, I t- now I laugh at it, mm. uh, but for the longest time, uh, I would use a trimmer mm-hmm. to trim down uh, the hair on my legs. Mm-hmm. Because why Why do I have these? Yeah, man? Yeah. Because th- that protagonist clearly does he not doesn't. you know and he's the hero yeah, yeah. and he wins so mm. why am i not like him yeah, yeah yeah because you're not man you're not the same thing absolutely you know? and, yeah. and there's no such thing as a one size fits all protagonist mm-hmm. type bullshit and you know and and between the two of us that sounds redundant absolutely you know but growing up that wasn't the case Ab- you know and kids these days kids these days <laughs> <laughs> kids, <laughs> kids, we talk like this yeah kids these days huh. uh, gen z bowling in go uh they take that shit for granted because that's how quickly our societal narrative is evolving absolutely you know that's a beautiful thing man mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know but uh we didn't grow up with that shit with that mm. confidence heroes can look like me yeah, yeah what's yeah. the problem there or like my experience is worth you know worth anything yeah yeah, yeah. okay so then you gr- alhamdulillah gra- did you graduate now <laughs> yes, i graduated okay <laughs> yeah i, I, I got ahead of myself it was, it was very i mean little you know close there really the end. because econ tha na what the was okay, just like really yeah. struggled with this one subject and i was like <laughs> <laughs> colonial hangover nahi sahi hai um anyways so you graduated alhamdulillah yes. and then where do you go now, so in lums i went to mango bars so i joined mango bars during lums mm-hmm. uh, i think i was in my sec- second year okay so the co-founders came for a class like to talk about like business kaise karte hain and what is content and all of that and i was like 
who will they pay me to write? Yeah. And that too about like Pakistani shit, like 11 things, you know, Lahori's, yeah. like, you know, yeah, yeah. so it's like, if I can make money off that, like, yeah. dream made. What's better? Yeah. So I think when OC then, Vapis room jaka, I sent an email like, Dear Ali and Ali, because they're both named Ali. Um, <laughs> please consider my, you know, they resume. were the young stunners before the young stunners. <laughs> they were both Ali. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. So I sent an email. Uh, they took some time to reply. Um, I was like, shit. Because they were answering their emails themselves. And that's what, like, I think uh, when I joined, so I joined as an intern, obviously, and it was maybe. Five, six people before me. It was a very small team. It was just like one editorial head, a video head, you probably know him, Yasir, and a um, few people for like shooting videos and the two co founders. Yeah. And while I was there, one other person joined, another intern joined, and we sort of just did stuff. Um, the <laughs> defining moment, we were, <laughs> my mom still says that is the best article I wrote. I'm like, wow, mom. <laughs> so, also Brexit. Right. Um, and I'd gone back to Dubai for a while. Because I was like, I can't stay here. I'm going to So, I went and wahan, Brexit was So, I wrote, um, what did I write? I think a Pakistani guide to whatever the hell Brexit is. Yeah. And I sort of drew the parallel of like, how Brexit is sort of like a kitty party. Now she's like, fuck this shit. And yeah. So I said, this England is society auntie. Yeah. Very relatable. Yeah. Uh, we should all root for her. Appreciate the allegory. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know, uh, what do you think? article you know, ended the article and it was posted online, did very well. Till this point, my parents were like, what the hell are you doing? But then <laughs> my dad's cousins started sharing the yeah, article yeah. in the group. None of them read who it was by. Because why are they doing it? Why are Then one person, God bless his soul, uh, said, oh, this Arsalan has written our And then my parents were like, wow, yeah. amazing. Yeah. You know. Dude, you want that validation. Yeah. And you know, you hate to admit it, hmm. right? I hate to admit it, yeah. but... Abhi, agar kabhi bhi, mm-hmm. uh, sahab jo hai, if he ever makes mention of the podcast, mm-hmm. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> you know, I, and I would just like to say, and I started, like, I would just like to say, it's been hard. <laughs> I don't know what the alarm is, but yeah, you want that validation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, it sucks that I had to take like a Brexit article for it to happen. I was like, you guys really chose this one, huh? Um, <laughs> sure, okay. Yeah, so I did that. Okay. How long did you do Mango Bars? can't do math right now. Uh, 2019. So I joined in 2016. So three years? Three years. Good experience. Uh, minus the last three months, yes. What happened in the last three months? Without uh, taking names if you don't want to. Just a lot of things happened. I think there were some creative differences. Okay. There were some um, things that I didn't like how they were handled. Uh, like internally. Okay. Um... Yeah. You didn't you didn't like the direction they were going in? Stuff like this? Stuff like that. Okay. Uh, there were some people who were hired that clearly like weren't fitting in, but they were chosen over us. So that sort of left a weird ba- ba- Based off not merit. Matlab, in the sense that they were defended or like their actions were defended, although we were like, this is clearly wrong. Or okay. We okay. didn't do things like this in the past. Okay. Um, but they were just like, nay, like we need to take the business forward. And it didn't make sense. Clearly those things didn't pan out, obviously. Hmm. But hmm. um, 
so yeah i think those last three months sort of did sour it a little bit yeah but i enjoyed the rest of it yeah alhamdulillah yeah but i, just but I do want to mention one other article please, i wrote which is my pride and joy i love this article do it i'll link it i'll fucking link it in the, ha, in the description i think the, all the links are now broken so it's not as fun yeah, send me a pdf or something i'll, uh, I'll try pdf you know powers ko read it um so ek bahut so i'm obsessed with shaadi is not being married okay. but this whole you know the first, concept of it the concept of like we dress up for a week yeah. and celebrate two people just getting married yeah um and it's about everyone except the two people ex- ha huh, exactly right. i mean of course if it's someone who i love i really enjoy the wedding but yeah. like these extreme like over the top you know but these days they're crazy man they're crazy they're so this was a wedding that started all of this at least that's what i believe okay. and i do believe that i'm the authoritative voice on this topic asanathar is the authoritative voice i'm the authoritative voice on ott uh, pakistani weddings yes so us waqt ek shaadi hui thi uh, between so this lahori socialite yes. anush amar and oh you could name them <laughs> i wrote an article about their wedding you did do it you and did my do name it. is attached to it yeah. and she asked people who is arsalan oh dude you know what be funny if, if i made a small clip i'm going to make a short clip about it clickbait <laughs> let's go <laughs> do it so uswati shaadi hoti and it literally lasted weeks right this wedding started in lahore unka nikah pehle hua tha same you know baadshahi mein chale gaye unne nikah kiya they took photos there fir uske baad bridal shower hui fir maiyon hua fir dholki hui fir ek aur dholki hui Okay. मैं This is stylish now. Yeah, it's yeah. all black. <laughs> I would have. I also. I was considering wearing all black. I was going to wear a black T-shirt today. Yeah, we should have coordinated. We should. But have. no, I think contrast is good. Contrast is nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. black and white. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, as Bandar Kazmi, someone you like order a year in advance at least. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very expensive. Um, I remember 2010 we attended a wedding. Us what a lakh ka jora tha. And now it's like much, 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 much more than that. Yeah. So imagine. Not just bridal, घर के हर इंसान ने what like there's a huh. visceral gut reaction yes. but i met tina durani uh-huh. right and she is a wonderful person she's really nice she's super she's like, so nice you if, can't hate her no if anyone deserves this huh. this gross disparity tina <laughs> durani will you. say one thing yeah yeah <laughs> tina's brand and tina herself came under fire when she didn't pay models and i was like but tina's so nice yeah but okay. she didn't pay models she didn't pay models i wrote about that also but her losing the track okay 
आई रोट दिस आर्टिकल ठीक है इस वक्त तक ब्रेगजिट वाला आर्टिकल वॉज द टॉप आर्टिकल ऑफ ऑल ऑफ मैंगोबाज ऑफ ऑल ऑफ मैंगोबाज ठीक है एंड देन दिस केम आउट एंड देन इट वॉज द टॉप आर्टिकल ऑफ ऑल ऑफ लाइक इट बीट ब्रेगजिट बाई लाइक माइल्स माइल्स एवरी वन लॉस्ट इट बिकॉज उस वक्त तक all of these pages were like oh wow she looks so pretty and so what a great bridal shower i was like what the heck is this yeah you unpacked like, it yeah. i was like ye kya first i put a timeline of the events now ke matlab lahore se mere bachai se shuru hoke phir turkey chale gaye and like how much money do these people have um and the reaction of this article was great someone sent me a excel sheet where they these people who i i forgotten their names okay but they made an excel sheet of there was one sheet of all the dresses ke costs like the average bunto dress cost then they went to the website of the turkish hotel and found the cost of that so we had a rough estimate of how much this wedding and cost and how much did this wedding cost i can't remember now but it was a lot of money okay just give me a ballpark come on it was like insane like like crore mein baat ja rahi hai crore mein crore multiples multiples Oh, god damn man so like these people reached out they like oh we made this special like great we'll write about this all i milked this shaadi yeah, yeah. as much as i could i mean they milked it you should yeah. as well you know so and i think that is the first time anyone covered a wedding like that in the sense that they called it out or called it out but like we're like ye kya ho raha hai you know um you know the, and it's that wedding really started the hashtag culture of shaadiyan in the sense ke like a shaadi trends and then all of that stuff happens dude man <laughs> so i'm very proud of that article sure yeah a sure. lot of you yeah. i think dekho i think it's super important for us to realize that uh they're obscene right in a country like ours yeah. it's obscene that stuff like that happens and yet it happens and it happens with impunity mm-hmm. nobody bats an eyelash because these people are powerful what are you going to uh-huh. do was senator ki beti thi in huh. any case huh. exactly what are you going to do man hmm. you're going to do nothing none of us are going to do shit huh. um but i think there are apparatuses that have been lost to time <laughs> uh apparatuses that were recently developed in uh, the military regimes and all those things mm-hmm. that have been lost to time mm-hmm. that we could use to at least alleviate mm. our discomfort yeah. our disgust or our sadness you know and and the way you wrote the, the way you describe it yeah. might be one of those things man yeah. it might be one of those things you yeah. know and 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 i think that's important i think uh, a lot of the writing that we have now mm-hmm. has lost that bite yes you know sometimes you need that mm-hmm. bite and sometimes it doesn't have to be hard facts and oh yeah or snana the reporting from uh, it huh. doesn't have to be that man you huh. know it can be it can be a comedy exactly it can be comic and yeah. and still make sense somehow exactly you know ha huh. like it wasn't meant to be like a serious journalistic no. piece you know about yeah these two socialites getting married like yeah. i could care less right sure. like they're so far removed from my context i was just like uh, yeah whatever. different world man exactly. different reality so i was just i i was just ang- not angry or i was just like क्या हो रहा है आई आई लिटरली जस्ट मैसेज माय बॉस द एडिटर द टाइम एंड ही इज लाइक आई राइट एन आर्टिकल अबाउट दिस एंड ही इज लाइक ओके लेट मी कॉल यू बैक इन अ बिट सो अगेन बिकॉज दिस पीपल वर पावरफुल where one half was like hey yeah like we're mangoes fuck this we can do it and yeah. one half was like maybe we shouldn't do yeah. this but then when the numbers came out they're like ah, it's fine yeah. <laughs> yeah because it was it was it it was big i think in a lot of ways that did I'm so humble. Uh that put <laughs> mango bus on a lot of people's maps yeah. in some way that yeah. like 
a random person the other day that was like, oh, Mango Madhavan, the first article read was that wedding article. I was like, that is by me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I say I'm the authoritative figure. Sure. Sure. I get it. Yeah. Um, it makes sense. Hmm. But again, I think that there should be more of that, not hmm. less, because I really think, I really think there is a certain bravery that mm-hmm. is brimming um, in the youth, in mm-hmm. the writers of today, mm-hmm. where they really are sick of this shit, man. Yeah. You know, th- there's only so, it's ob- like I said, it's obscene. It's obscene. It was never like this. It was never like this. It was never this bad where the po- the lowest of the low you can mm-hmm. go in, in Pakistan is pretty damn low, yeah. man. You know, and the highest of the high, I mean, crores, dude. Crores. And, and this is in 2000 and. 16, 17? All right, man. 17. Like, it like, was 17. Yeah. The crores were, crores meant more than, yeah, than they yeah, do yeah, now, yeah. you know? So, uh, and, and then, so that happened yes. and, and then it was downhill from then? I mean, I still had, it was still 2017 to May 2019. That was still good. Yeah. Um, you know, I took on uh, the fashion part of uh, Mangovas, so okay. sort of covering fashion shows, things like that, because I like fashion. Okay, yeah. Other than writing, like, I like to sort of comment on these things, so I did that for a bit. Uh, was that know, fun? Was it was that? fun, yeah. it was fun. Got to go to shows, you know, do all of that. Yeah, that's those cool. Th- yeah, yeah, do all those things. Yeah. Um, did that for a bit, and then uske baad, 2000, mid-2019, ke baad, then, you yeah. know, shit got bad. Okay, okay. And, then, and so yeah. you left. Um, what do you do after Mangobas? So after Mangobas, job-wise, I joined an NGO. Okay. Right? Uh, but then that sort of leaving Mangabas was the impetus to f- starting DC Collective. Okay. So up till this point, I was paid to write, albeit not a lot, but still, yeah. I was like, great, you know. It's something. It's something. And once I left Mangabas, I realized that there is no place um, for my voice or just a lot of people's voices. Um, either, you know, a lot of publications are very selective. Or they are, our team he likhe ki apna likhe type, you know, culture. And then if you want to pitch internationally, it's quite a challenge in the sense that you really have to sell what you what you're trying to say, your angle and all of that. Sure. But I still wanted to. But I was like, okay, what can I do to, I don't know, cope with this? So I was talking to a friend about this in Islamabad, and I was visiting, and I met him, and he said, you have enough experience to be part of some type of solution for this. Like, why are you crying about this? I was like... No, I mean, you, let me cry for a little bit. Come <laughs> why on. are you attacking me? <laughs> <laughs> let me have my chai, yeah, you know? Yeah. Uh, but he's like, no, you can like, you know... Like, do something about do it. Do something about it. Sure. Um, and that's sort of where the idea began. Okay. Uh, it was a very different idea, I think, when I started. It was meant to be more like, sort of like newspapery in a sense, okay, like that would be the shape it took and then we would you know publish stories and it would maybe be monthly and all of that but then of course when you crunch the numbers you're like hmm. ah, numbers are not good numbers are not good yeah. can't do this on the salary yeah. you know so I was like okay, how can we figure this you, out you're not getting married for crores of rupees dude I'm sorry exactly right? like, Come on. if I had that kind of money of course different you know you, you wouldn't do any of this yeah you, you, I bet you money you wouldn't do any ha. of this shit you I mean life would be very different yeah, oh yeah. yeah so I was like okay what can I do how can I sort of figure this out and um, that's where I sort of came with the idea of DC Collective. Um, so it was basically what it, how I started. It was it was sort of meant to be a magazine. Okay. Uh, it would come out at least in my mind then, two to three times a year. Okay. And I have a theme, and people would submit their work. Physical magazine. Figures, uh, physical. Physical mag- magazine. Because yeah. uh, I didn't want it to be a digital thing. Okay. Because I'd done Mango Buzz, and yes, there is an appetite for long form articles, but. Not for fiction, at least not in Pakistan. Right? Okay. You would read a long form 
non-fiction piece or like something a report you know someone reporting on something but fiction ke liye thoda kam tha because i did try in mango was to do this but mm-hmm. it didn't work okay so i was like okay let's make it uh, let's make it physical and um and that's what a lot of people were like they would appreciate it more if it was physical like okay. they would feel like oh it's like oh i am a writer type thing okay okay so i was like okay interesting so i sent out the first first uh issue didn't have a theme i was just sort of learning i didn't know what to do i said acha aap log bhejte hain kuch mein you know i'll read it and let you know um some people promised that they would help but of course i understand you know people have jobs and all so i didn't have a lot of help uh, i did have one person helping but that is just for getting the printer and managing the printers okay or you know bakwas okay so which I, is in itself a job which is in itself a job i yeah. couldn't have done that okay like go to urdu bazaar and sit with the printer and manage these things there were lots of ups and downs with it someone was a friend of mine was supposed to uh, design the cover but we both forgot to talk about it because it got ek dost ki shaadi ho rahi thi and we were very caught up in this shaadi we were going to festival bath for it and it's like fog ho rahi thi we just stressed so you know and then he had to go back for his master so i was like okay well when i photoshop khola i made a basic 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 so i got all the stories together and then we printed it and the first one sort of looked like a like an old school risala like it was okay. very like us tarah ka um and the react like people loved the idea yeah uh maybe sales wise broke even okay. which, which was the best case scenario yeah i loved it yeah 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 i was like great this is what i wanted yeah. and then i went to on to announce the second issue uh phir us waqt pandemic aa gaya okay uh, i was like great um but i still collected you know people submissions by then i gotten better at sort of editing um giving people feedback all of those things mm-hmm. so then from there it grew got a second issue out got a third issue out and yeah it um grew i was i could tell the printer what i wanted in yeah. in the terms of printing and all of that yeah. so it looked better okay um it was typed better and you know things it started to look sort of real it started to look more professional real <laughs> as opposed to imaginary <laughs> as opposed not. to the risala it pro, you know yeah, produced yeah. first okay uh so i was happy with it there were lots of challenges for sure i would say um no bookshop was willing to take it on just to just to house it yeah, yeah yeah okay um a lot of them was like okay we can sell it but we'll keep like 50% which was really like a lot yeah you. dude yeah and they like nahi aapne kis tarah print kiya hai this i was charging fa- no 600 for the first one and 700 for the second one which was basically enough to cover the costs yeah. right and they like nahi ye bahut zyada hai this should be for 300 rupees or whatever i was like no that's not going to yeah. work yeah uh, it was a lot of back and forth but it never worked out which was annoying man the problem with these bookshops is they mm. need to understand they're dying out anyways yeah, pretty yeah. sure we're going to deliver everything yeah. right i don't understand why they they don't help writers out they don't help writers at publishers all publishers don't either by the way i have a bone to pick with that ha kyunki mujhe bhi publish karani thi you remember yeah well please please continue yeah. Yeah. so i think you know it was really uh, that was discouraging Sure, um sure. i think for the last the third one i worked with an independent publisher so this is like again one woman show 
doing this uh, publishing in Lahore. Okay, well, which is, uh, you want to shout them yeah, out? Yeah, so it's Zuka Books. Okay, Zuka Books, yeah. wonderful. Yeah, yeah By yeah. Meher. So, By Meher, yeah. <laughs> so uh, she really helped out in terms of getting like, you know, the IBAN and the, not IBAN, I keep calling it IBAN. <laughs> it is the IBAN. IBAN is the thing that you don't use in transfer to the bank. Use the international transfer. So what is the ISBN? ISBN, yes. Yeah. उट Um, I remember someone I know who worked at one of these bookshops. She's like, "Oh, you can set it in, and we'll, you know, help you out." Um, and they, and then everyone who I knew who was a writer, they're like, "Do not go to them because they'll never give you what you are owed." Like these people do not pay writers uh, what they're owed. What? Yeah. Where do they think they're going with this? You know, like what the fuck, man? Mm. Like, how how short sighted can you be? Yeah. Like, because I had a very frustrating frustrating interaction with one of them because I was they were like, oh, you know, creative nonfiction mm. stories. I'm like, ah, oh, right up my alley. I've, it's already my book's already published abroad. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just ironic mm. that it's stories from Karachi mm. not available in Pakistan. Yeah. So I'm like, I think it's a perfect Pakistani story. <laughs> right. So I'm like, just just to fix that, mm. everything's done. It's yeah, already yeah. published. Just. Just take it. You just print it. Ah, just print it and and put it. How is it in your thing? And they're like forty percent. I'm like fine. At this point, I'm like I just want oh, people to print at that. Yeah, point. people. I just want pe- people to be able to buy it. Read it. Yeah. Um, it doesn't go with our theme. What the theme? F- what the fuck are you? Did you even read it? No, what the nigger? You know, I mean, because I came out of a writing degree. Hmm. The people. who edited this thing are phd's in writing man they're phd's in english like it's not main apni baat bhi nahi kar raha hu main hu main to aap jaisa hi hu na ye goro ne edit ki hai just nonsense man it is not this is really discouraging i yeah. i think and liberty books man like what the fuck are yeah, you guys doing yeah liberty books yeah. i just liberty books um, there's readings in lahore just all incredibly toxic um i remember going into li- uh, readings to sort of talk to the manager and i think i left at the point where i was just about to cry because i was like this man is being so rude yeah um, so ran out in the middle of gulbarg i was like oh, come on <laughs> but uh, the, yeah but the thing is like any you you wonder sometimes like how many books have you read hmm. you know like how many did you write a book like, yeah. what, what's going on here buddy just i, I don't know i don't yeah. know yeah. all right but please yeah yeah so That was sort of the like that was the last issue I did that was a physical issue. Okay. Uh, then I was like, maybe I can try like. So at the end of the day, like the cost that I was taking up on my own, yeah. I was like, okay, I need to find a way to sort of help out. So I thought, okay, maybe Patreon can help with that. Um, it did work, but then and I, I did publish like a digital issue, sort of Patreon exclusive, um, because a lot of people there was a lot of attention coming from abroad. But I couldn't send the book. Like to send the book sure. abroad was very expensive. No, no, yeah, that's. And like no one's going to pay an extra, you know, how much ever rupees for a book. Yeah. To me, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. um, then I sort of put it, put those things online, and then you know it spread over there. Yeah. So that was good. But I had to sort of take a break last year, uh, because of some own, uh, personal commitments. So okay. Okay. Then I took some time off, and I also just wanted some time off to reevaluate how I can make this better. 
Okay. And um, you know. But overall, man, whatever you're telling me, it's positive. Mm. You know, it, it it is definitely yeah. working. And and the, if there's, you know, it's unfortunate. But what are you gonna do? Like yeah. if there if the, if people have complaints about books not being by local. Mm. Uh, authors not being available here it's the fucking bookshops it's not ha, what are we going to do ha. you know people write mm. people edit everything's been done from your end mm. what are you going to do it's the bookshops and it is now also like our own policies so the what happened uh, what, what year was this so when the whole like you know india pakistan war almost happened yeah um, you know when we shot each other's planes down yeah. um we shot their planes down the, sorry oh my god yeah that's what uh, happened so our reaction as the pakistani government was to ban trade with india okay which included the trade of books and for a lot of pakistani writers because almost all of the big publication houses have offices in india and they are meant to cover india pakistan bangladesh yeah, yeah. but because there's a trade ban they could not send those books to pakistan so pakistani writers ne likhe hue the so they like we we can't publish because we don't know if there's an interest in india yeah Pakistani books would sell very well in Pakistan, yeah. so that made business sense. Yeah, but they couldn't sell here. See that, and the other problem is we still to this day cannot hmm. figure out online payment gateways. Honey, we to just cannot, right? Can't. And and that this problem would hmm. easily be mitigated oh, if we had PayPal or something <laughs> of that sort. You <laughs> yes. know, it'd be that simple. Just huh. buy the shit online. If um, I had PayPal, I think I would still be doing basic letter very well because. I cannot tell you the amount of people who message from like England, America. My cousins were like spreading this shit around. I was like, I can't send this to anyone. Please stop telling your friends. <laughs> I can't do this. So my cousins got PDFs sent to them. I said, "Don't send this." But that's the most I could do at that yeah. point, right? Yeah. So yeah, if there was PayPal, like this would be a different conversation. Yeah, it'd sure. be a different conversation. I, I understand that, yeah. man. I yeah, I hear you. Yeah. But um, but still, man, it's it's positive, and mm. and and you know something. I think. Sooner or later, will sort itself out. Yes, uh, we know it's not crypto for now because that's also banned. Yes. <sighs> Why do you hate us? <laughs> um, but uh, okay, yeah. so 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 that's the Desi Collective, mm. and and I I really hope you keep doing it because yes. you know, and and where does the course with Fatma Bhutto factor in? So. It wasn't a course; it was a fellowship. Oh, wonderful! Yeah. So what happened at the end of 2020 was. um a friend of mine who also writes she sent this post by an indian writer okay uh, her name is sonia filero and she started this um fellowship okay called south asia speaks jahan pe um like south asian writers would accept applications from south asia and they would pick who they want to work with for the entirety of 2021 aur aap unko ye bata do ke like this is my project you give them your other stories and if you have a manuscript started up uske bhi kuch pages bhej do wonderful so at that time uh fatma butto and sana meher were the two pakistani writers and they were adver- adver- not advertised but they were listed under non fiction so they okay. were doing fiction and non fiction okay. fellowship so she wasn't an option in my mind okay but i was disappointed because like she writes such great fiction she wouldn't does. it be great you know yeah. to learn from her lo and behold but khair i sent the application and everything um beginning jan they sent an email can you send your manuscript jitna bhi aapne likha hua hai and i was like hmm interesting and and you're writing fiction i write fiction okay so they didn't say anything they give me no other details they just said so is it fiction or creative non fiction i'm writing fiction okay pure pure yeah, fiction. Yeah, fiction fiction but anchored where anchored in a uh, real thing so okay. it's anchored in hyderabad Dhaka. india okay um and it's uh, the the timeline of the story is 
based on real events. So based on true events. Yes, but, but it is yeah. fiction. Okay, okay. So so I said that, um, and I was like, "Pat, pata nahi kya karenge." Um, then mid Jan, I felt really ill. For I, my parents were like in Karachi or something. So I'm lying on my bed dying. <laughs> right in I, the process of dying. <laughs> in the process of dying, my phone, you know, tings and what the Gmail can't get a notification. Just said congratulations. Good. And I thought, pata nahi koi spam email hoga, you know, jo aata hai. <laughs> the 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 kya the wo prince the prince pr- Nigerian prince ne apko kuch messages se bhejte congratulations. So. And then Osi Vak Saath make a f- another friend who applied to this message saying, Oh, when you find out about South Asia speaks, let me know. I was like, oh, This is the yeah. timing is off. Yeah. Like, you know, this is too much of a weird thing. This congratulations is serious. <laughs> this might be not just the Nigerian prince. So yeah. I opened the email, I said, Oh, you know, welcome to this cohort. Uh, we selected you for fiction and your mentor is Fatma Bhutto. Fantastic, And uh, I threw my phone somewhere oh. in excitement. I was like, what? <laughs> Fuck the phone. <laughs> because again, it wasn't what I'd... I didn't expect that to happen uh, because she wasn't listed as fiction. Sure, 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 sure. But that entire year was very... That entire year was very... But um, great experience. Yeah. Uh, she was a very dedicated mentor. Like yeah. I would send pages and pages and she would send pages and pages of feedback. Wow, dude, that's um, wonderful. Okay, yeah. how does that interaction work? So it was on Zoom. Okay. So we would sort of do, I think, once every month or two months, we'd have a Zoom call. Or actually, well, there were rules for the like how this should work. Fatma was like, I'm going to do it myself. Uh-huh. Like <laughs> how I want to manage it. Yeah. Also, she um, took on the most number of mentees. So she had four. Um, and yeah. everyone said one. Yeah, yeah which is a lot. <laughs> which is a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like doing her own stuff and everything, sure, right? Sure, of course. So she was like, let me know like whenever you want to discuss things and then we can talk about it. Otherwise, I'll email Carlo and we, like if it's a small issue, you email if it's a larger issue. Yeah. After you send like pages, for example, then you, we can do a Zoom call and okay. talk about okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah, that was a very interesting and a very formative experience because sure. I had previously written only in short stories and my manuscript was chaotic yeah. <laughs> and it was written like a short story. That's how it's meant to be. Yeah. It's meant to be chaotic. So I think I'd gone in and she's like, oh, what do you expect for the year? And she's like, do you want to finish the manuscript? I'm like, no, that's not my goal. Yeah. I want to be able to sort of think in a novel way or, you know, like. How, Understood. Yeah. Understood. Because I was writing, like my story was happening so fast like 20 pages mein bahut kuch ho chuka tha. and she's like no this needs to like stretch you need yeah. to stretch yourself yeah. you need to stretch the writing what happens the pacing all of that yeah. so that's what I sort of worked with her for okay. the past for all of 2021 okay. and um, yeah it was really a question here yes. does she like what's in it for her just she's a, she's just a good person like what's going on yeah I think the people all the mentors even everyone else like they were sort of for them, the like, the way it was presented was that UK there is there are no there are no writing schools or programs in South Asia broadly. Uh-huh. Like even Joe Bilal Tanvi does at Lams is unique. Um, yeah. Like Ab Jakar maybe Habib does a program with Zen Said. Um, so I like I'm not sure what the situation is in India even, but I'm guessing it's similar, right? There aren't constructive one-on-one experiences you can go into. Imagine we mastered this language and never learned to te- tell our own stories. Yeah. So they were just like, there are no ex- there's nothing for you to sort of learn from. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was open for people who basically hadn't done writing programs abroad. 
uh, it was open for people who lived in South Asia. So like if you were, you know, a DC person in Canada, you couldn't apply. You couldn't apply. You couldn't oh, apply. interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know Nazar, na? so like oh, yeah. Nazar applied and Nazar said, no, you can't because you live in Canada. You okay. have these resources available to you. He's wonderful. He's wonderful. He's lots of fun. Yeah, Nazar he would have made it, but there is like you have these resources. Yeah. So we can't like it has. Another, you just go to the U of T and do a do the writing degree that I did. What the fuck? <laughs> just taking local resources. Yeah. So come on, Nazar. So yeah, basically, uh, it was open only for people who lived here, people who hadn't done formal uh, like degrees in this topic, um, and who weren't agented, like who weren't, didn't have representation, basically. Yeah. Or weren't published already. Dude, I think that's a wonderful initiative. Yeah, I really do. Um, uh, may I have been trying to get into touch with uh, people in Karachi, mm-hmm. uh, educational institutes in Karachi, uh, in the hopes of starting a writing program. Yeah. Because I, I, I did I did this now mm. in school. So I was like, just let me start a writing program. But I think they make it so difficult. They man, do. You know? Okay, you can, but uh, every day of the week and we'll pay you 25,000 rupees a exactly. month. Exactly. For fuck's sake, dude. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. What's going yeah. on here? Yeah. You know? So it's it's a lot of that. Well, you know, like it's we don't value it as a skill. Like even when like suppose I mean, if I tell my family that I'm writing, it would it wouldn't make sense or it wasn't appreciated. But no. when this was because when Fatma herself shared the news, okay, these are the four people I'm working with, though Pakistani, though Indian, that obviously made news. Yeah. Then it was something of yeah. value. I think they nothing. This is not at all to knock the skill that Fatma Bhutto has. Uh-huh. I think she gets away with it because of who she is. Of course. You know, like, and I think like she's also like because she's done other like workshops and things in Lahore. Uh, and she does a lot of these types of activities where say online, but she does work. I think she truly believes that she can help a lot of people by talking to them about the craft of writing. That, yeah. and also she's doing it for free, I think. Yeah. You know, so, so I mean... <laughs> I like this thing wasn't... They weren't making money off of teaching no. us for a year. No. Um, so, it, and it was an incredible experience. It was organized really well. Yeah. Uh, we got to do like... We got to meet all the other mentors as well. So they would do you know, talks throughout the year. Wonderful. Um, and then in the end, like for the graduation, they'd managed to get Mira Nair on a call with us as well. So like we got to talk to Mira Nair, yeah. which is cool. Super nice. So, yeah. I, I also think, I don't know how much you follow the writings or the work of Jordan Peterson, mm-hmm. right? But he'll speak at length about the fact that there is nothing more valuable than learning how to write. Absolutely. Because if you don't know how to write, you don't know how to think. And if you don't know how to think, forget articulating. You you don't even know why you're angry mm. or why you're upset, why mm. you're frustrated, what's going on. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. So writing is, it's essential. And man, writing is part of our culture. It's yes. part of our blood. Come on now. You know? How have we, I don't know what happened, but I suppose censorship right censorship fucks you up like you, you're not because you're, you don't you know you can't mm-hmm. express yourself you're like well why learn why learn exactly you know? because because it's, it's dangerous mm-hmm. sure it is um, so the Desi Collective I really hope you continue I really really do man yes. um, and, and if, if there's anything uh, in my personal capacity that we can do uh, or if anyone listening would, mm. would like to please come on now uh, we have to you have to come mm. on um, but um so about this manuscript that now even Fatma Bhutto helped you with, <laughs> <laughs> um, how much do you want to talk about it? What's going on? So it's basically, so what a lot of people don't know, actually I'll scale back even Yeah, further. please do. So my family, so my 
my dad's family they are from hyderabad that kind okay and they moved what i was told well they moved at a certain year but they in fact moved much later than that this i found out very randomly then pupu ne waisi baat mein kehte na like wait pupu the fuck exactly. <laughs> is going on here <laughs> um but no one talked about why they left uh what life was like there um and obviously we lost our grandparents when i was very young so i couldn't even ask those questions hmm. and my dad or the pupus at least the ones that were born in hyderabad didn't really want to talk about it either so there was a very big veil of ha hum hyderabad se hain and we eat khatti dal and hyderabadi biryani but that's it that's all you will know about this city that interesting we, i don't know so why. Then I started doing research. I was like, okay, what did it look like? Okay. First, so let's be Google yeah. images. Me Hyderabad dala dekha chhod the shahar looked like this. Um, then I first went to the Wikipedia page. Okay. You know how one starts research. Sure, of course. And that's when I found out that in 47 me hua partition. The Hyderabad, the state of Hyderabad, which is a much, which is a very big part of India. Sure, Kandai, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was independent at 47. The Ooh. Nawab of Hyder, the Zam of Hyderabad said, "Okay, I am rich enough." Was he was he was the richest man of his time. I got bags. <laughs> he did. I'm good. Um, although he was known to be very um, frugal, like he wouldn't spend it, but he had it. Okay, sure. But he said, "Okay, I will, I will keep my state independent." Okay, yeah. India, Jai, you know, like India be independent, Pakistan be independent. Pakistan, I'm saying, is very far away, and India can just you know surround us whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Um, it had enough land to feed itself. and it had enough wealth to also clothe it like it was enough it's super powerful man yeah. yeah but what happened a year later so in 48 was that the indian police uh, and the army did an operation and they took over hyderabad so obviously the king himself was dying so he was an old man so they sort of pressurized him um and once and then they started attacking sort of the, the fringes of uh, the hyderabadi state and then it collapsed eventually so Again, no one had told me this happened. I assumed in you know, the 47, Mr. Kuch India, yeah. you yeah. know that. You're telling me now, man. I didn't ha. know that. Yeah. Like we only hear of Bahawalpur, for example. Um, ha. Or like there were some state princely states who were there, but later, again in textbooks also is just one line. And then a year later, they were. Yeah. They fought, came into the union. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's the same text that's in India also. Yeah, yeah. वहाँ पे भी ये कहते हैं next year Hyderabad joined the union. Yeah. But that's a very loaded sentence in itself. Sure. So that is what interested me initially. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the starting point, and then I became weirdly obsessed with this idea. Okay. To the point where I would do research on it, try to figure out what happened. Um, a lot of like the history instructors I had in Lums didn't like. They knew that this had happened, but they didn't know like on their research is not enough. Like obviously, if you learned history, doesn't mean you learned everything. Right? Sure, of course. Yeah. So they like there was no help there. So I just became very obsessed with this idea, and I decided that okay, I will tell a story about this time. What that story will look like, I don't know yet. Um, and then I formed this character. So it's told from the perspective of. A wife, a wife, a very powerful man, and it's her sort of going through this change. Because she's grown up as a Hyderabadi woman, but now she's sort of conflicted—not conflicted, but she's sort of in the middle of this really interesting time where mm-hmm. Hyderabad itself is sort of stateless. Dude, that's um, that's just so—it's yeah. so much, man. Yeah, there's so, so much potential. So yeah, like she—I. I, She's a little snooty. She's a little sure. like privileged. So I tell the story through her, you know. Um, point of view sure and i uh, did a lot of research on it in terms of like getting context 
and then the rest of it was just sort of i think the first 3 months with fatma is just nailing the character okay nailing the voice yeah. nailing her nonchalance yeah okay like ha like i'm rich whatever yeah take yeah. over i don't care like yeah. you know that sort of thing yeah um which is like and i'm glad i took that time to sort of develop her and develop her world yeah. and uh, yeah yeah that's sort of where it is right now that's 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 exciting man mm. i i hope hope that gets done and uh, i hope the desi collective garners enough attention until then ki aap khud hi inshallah ki aap khud hi kar lo yaar because there's just it's nonsense man mm. there's no other way and these these <laughs> i'll come back to the bookshops now <laughs> but i think like, we only it, this only works if we're doing it together or it Absolutely. doesn't work at all man ah. you know mm. like what the fuck beral who who is um, so you know we spoke about mango bars and all as well mm. what publications do you enjoy in pakistan right now in pakistan the prophet the oh. in, the independent the that's pretty the fun the dependent i love yeah it's I really, nice i i'm really sad whenever i see that little white strip just a satire I, yeah. a little part of me dies yeah uh, but it's pakistan again at the yeah. end of the day yeah. so they, they have, have to save to, themselves they have yeah. to save themselves yeah. um yeah the dependent i I feel like there's some things in like Pakistani like these types of publications that are still a little unsaid um and I feel like a lot of them cover things in the same way uh there there are some writers who try to sort of break away from that narrative but one publication that I'm obsessed with nowadays it's an Indian publication uh, it's called India 50 no not India 50, 52 stories 52 stories so what they do and i'm i'm pretty sure i'm getting this name wrong yeah, yeah. but it's 52 is one of them. Okay. so basically 52 weeks in the year yeah. and each week they publish just one article oh. which is like this extremely detailed article yeah. uh and i'm pretty sure you must have seen so ahmed nakvi wrote about karachi briyani in briyani so yeah. that was in 52 oh wow he wrote it for 52 and then it sort of, it sort of picked up from there and it's like this massive article yeah. each article is that length like they go into one topic and they just you know really really explore it mm. and that's the sort of writing like you know creative non fiction that really is interesting oh, because again i've read so much fiction that i need to sort of break away from it a little bit mm-hmm. uh, i feel like reading fiction sometimes hinders my own process so speaking yeah. of hindrances and processes mm-hmm. you think writers need to be uncomfortable like this because emma yes. nakwi is part of the old guard mm-hmm. for all intents and purposes you put that much work into i don't know marketing mm-hmm. you're driving a bmw man you yeah. could yeah. but and i'm not saying emma nakwi is it good i'm mm. just saying he could be wealthy if yes. he was doing something else <laughs> right but because he's writing he'll always be he'll be a person of modest means yes. at best right and i have not seen his house i'm just i'm just speaking because i know mm. writers don't get that shit absolutely. you know absolutely talk show hosts do yeah right would be great yeah sure hmm. right but so you think you think that's part of it like you you just have to be like this there are a few writers um will not name names who live in excess privilege okay and have written and have gotten published also yeah and they do a lot to promote pakistani literature okay. but i find that their work sometimes lacks there's something that just lacks there okay um either it's their inability to sort of truly portray another character's point of view that is different from theirs or so less sure. privileged point of view sure. um and it is challenging okay. like in my book also I, there's a second voice i've added who is involved in the house but she is not as rich for example so okay. like that was a challenge to shift that voice of course i understand that that's completely something i empathize with 
Um, but it's not necessary to have to be living paycheck to paycheck. I, at least I don't think that's necessary. Mm-hmm. But a writer does need to be uncomfortable in the sense with the topic. That uncomfortability, of course, 100% they need. Yeah. But you don't need to be starving or you don't be struggling. Yeah, you wish you wouldn't, yeah. yeah. Yeah, at least. Yeah, but like that isn't the first prerequisite. It might happen and it's unfortunate if it does happen. But I think the, un- the discomfort that a writer needs to be comfortable comfortable with discomfort and comfort yeah. uh, is the topic sure like I'm writing through the lens of a woman so yeah. that's a loaded thing within yeah. itself yeah. yeah so I've had to read a lot to be able to understand how to write that point of view that writing. experience is yeah it's yeah. heavy yeah so but that is a challenge I put for myself because I knew that saying it through a man's lens wouldn't be as interesting no it it is it a position of even more privilege. Sure, right? Yeah. 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 So, and privilege of information and, you know, other things also. So I didn't want it to be uh, a male voice. I mean, so th- between the male and the female experience, there's at least 50% more paradigms mm. as far as women are concerned, right? So there's everything that a man goes through and mm. then 50% yes. more at least, right? At least. So, so, so yeah, man. Again, challenging. Sure, very mm-hmm. challenging. But... Um, I don't know. It's, it's exciting. It's exciting stuff, man. Yeah. It's exciting stuff. But my only, again, my thing is, um, why is there not more of you? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you, I, I keep coming back to this. We used to be a nation of storytellers. Yeah. That's just, that's our shit, man. Yeah. yeah. But that's what we used to do. Hmm. And then all of a sudden now, we've, we've, yeah, we've forgotten that, yeah, bro, even our religious imperatives, the Quran is stories. Yes. Everything is stories, Everything man. Is stories. You know, all our cultures, whether uh-huh. it be our religious co- cultures, whether it be our, you know, uh, Im- immediate cultural context, uh-huh. they're all stories. Uh-huh. Sindhis are, uh, you know, storytelling yes. people. Absolutely. Same thing with the Punjabi, same uh-huh. thing with the people who migrated. And yeah. I don't want to call them Urdu speaking because, uh-huh. That's a, a, yeah, yeah but for a, a person from, you know, Bengal is not the same as a person from uh, Hyderabad. It, it's not the, fucking same thing yeah, like yeah, yeah. why do you want me to say it is mm. it's really not um, or, or the Pashtuns they're all yeah. storytellers yeah, yeah. so I don't know where we got lost I mean I sort of think about this too and I think again I go back to sort of my nan and Dada both who okay. wrote right I think for them they went through something that was extremely traumatic Ekto they lived under a Raj regime okay. British Raj regime yeah, yeah. and then they fought for their independence yeah. so they knew they had to document this either through literary writing ke, Aaj ye hua, wo kal ye, or, or writing it through stories or whatever else um, but then the generation that came after them so our parents had to they had to live and thrive here had to make forget their, the trauma. They had to forget the trauma. They just had to be like, we Pakistani hai, and we have to make our living here. We have to make our lives here. And that was the driving force of the time. So, yeah. so the trauma was ho gaya. Hmm. You know, their parents went through it. So for them it was like, I have to get a job, I have to get a degree, I have to get married, I have to support my family. Yes, our grandparents obviously had to do that too, but they had to migrate, leave their families behind. All of So that trauma or that that event led to a lot of creativity in some ways. Sure. But the, and then again, Pakistan was a new country. It had a lot to prove for itself. And that, that pressure lay with our parents. Sure. So I think that took the precedent mm-hmm. and that took the imperative and they said, Achha, we can't. And then of course we have the things timing with, with censorship and military regimes coming in. So that sure. was one thing. Sure. Um, you know, I think that sometimes even almost like, I said, I'm just like, 
it's fine like yeah. you know chill yeah. uh but again like these things sort of working together i think sort of created a vacuum where people weren't writing as much or mm-hmm. people weren't uh expressing themselves as much do you uh, do you see a shift back i do see a shift back now yeah um i think our generation grew up in confusion um you know what is a pakistani what yeah. is who am i uh, <laughs> more from i think for me it was also more than if you'd come back to pakistan people would go like, oh, you're not pakistani victor <laughs> yeah man <laughs> and i'm like think about that for a second yeah like it was the most stupid thing right and like, also, also like the, the the first categorizations mm-hmm. like i'm either a burger or a mela i'm too english or not english enough you know exactly. um i think in diasporic literature there is this one concept of white but not quite Yes, right. Because we're not—we don't belong there. We don't belong there. I mean, I, I lived in Canada for about uh, eight years, mm-hmm. Malaysia for two. Takriban ten years, I wasn't here, right? But my—I'm from here, man. Mm. You know, now you're burger, bro. Why this disdain? And if there is disdain, why don't you want to examine where it comes from? Yeah, because it comes from, uh, you know, maybe a sense—a a sense of low self-worth, maybe. you would do exactly what i did mm-hmm. you know think about it maybe you would do exactly what i did in my position you would have left as well no yeah. but i came back mm. you know so what's what's the deal yeah i don't know so yeah our generation grew up with a lot of confusion ke acha hum musliman hai pehle ya pakistan hai pakistani hai pehle ya like the whole you know our traditions are very indian or very hindu for example a lot of things are in that yeah. debate yeah. so then how do you cope with that? i think our generation had to deal with the question of acha hum hai kaun mm-hmm. like it became a very prominent question sure. because the world also became obsessed with labels in a way sure um now of course this the reverse of that happening but yeah. when we were going up it's like acha what are you yeah um you figure know. out the one thing that you are yeah like you can't say ke i'm just ha huh, i live in dubai but i am pakistani but i'm not from i don't have a dubai resident or citizenship but i don't live like it is so complicated yeah, yeah. uh so like for anyone who lived abroad or even in pakistan like anyone who comes from a mixed family again mera to ye second issue ye tha ke my own punjabi my dad's uh from hyderabad <laughs> so oh, people no. are like what are you yeah what are you really <laughs> and then i went to punjab and like aapka caste kya hai I'm like I don't know, like Faisal Basi. Yeah, <laughs> that's very Fair small. So Fair again, like yeah. that question, I think led to a lot of um, expression, um, a lot of writing, a lot of other things. I think the new mediums now for people to sort of um, express themselves, and uh, yeah, yeah. When you when you uh, ask for submissions, mm-hmm. uh, like. Are you looking at any particular de- demographic? All, no, no, no. All, all, all is fine. Yeah. Or whatever you want to write. I don't have like a genre list, for example. No. Okay. Uh, but predominantly, poetry. I would say eighty percent. Um, and then the rest is split between fiction and non-fiction. Okay. Yeah. And how? Wh- what kind of a demographic are you getting? Wh- wh- most people who write in are they male, female? Mostly female. Okay. Um. a lot of like the end of school beginning of university age okay and again mostly poetry mostly poetry mostly poetry okay yeah yeah, yeah. okay that well then why 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 don't men write <laughs> it was not manly enough right yeah. you you know what though it's ridiculous in my degree mm. um 
So we would have a wonderful, by the way, dude, mm. I, I hope everyone who has any love for writing gets to do something of that sort. I was in because I had brilliant teachers and they were like, ah, bro, kar lo, kya hai? Yeah. Um, it had nothing to do with me. Mm. Uh, but uh, so the, how the classes would be is basically the maximum number of students you were allowed to take on was 10. Aha. ठीक है टेन नो सॉरी ट्वेल्व 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 ज़्यादा नहीं कर सकते हो आप आई सॉरी नहीं कर सकते हो हाँ फॉर राइटिंग इट्स या या ट्वेल्व एंड यू हैव लाइक दिस लाइक बैडास डबल पीएचडी मैन और वुमेन स्टैंडिंग एट द हेड ऑफ़ द क्लास टीचिंग यू हाउ टू राइट एंड दैट्स व्हाट यू डू thing mm-hmm. uh, write a write a piece and then you would cut it to shreds the whole month yeah so you writing is all about editing oh, most of it is right but even in toronto mm-hmm. um in most of my classes there were only maybe three or four men out of yeah. the 12 most mm-hmm. of them were still women. women i don't understand that man because you know writing is just as essential for men as it is for women it's Absolutely. for everyone it's for everyone you know would you would you be interested in teaching writing yourself I definitely would. Yeah. Um, so I did like a little bit of little bit of teaching. Okay. Uh, so there's like a program for like those scholarship ke students out there to lums, and again because they come from mostly an FSC background, but baki bache A levels ke hote hain. Just a small course to sort of bring them up to speed English wise. Mm. So I taught that course through fiction. Okay, wonderful. Because uh, I was like, I don't know anything else. Okay. <laughs> and also, I feel like you know when people ask you to sort of. Talk about grammar and like prepositions and all that. I I forgot to that. I don't. Same. Yeah. I just sort of read a sentence. I'm like, this doesn't sound right. That's it. And then man. I move words around. Like, ah, ठीक हो गया. आप ठीक हो गए. हाँ. आप सही हैं. The kids I taught, they're like, but sir, why? I was like, I don't know. Listen, man, this is not philosophy, all right? Yeah. Just fucking, it's fine. It's fine. This is what it is. Does this sound right to you? <laughs> uh, nice, nice, so, nice. Yeah, I was definitely interested in teaching. Yeah. Um, how was how was that experience? It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I think they were sort of. The first time they were taught in that way, so they were sort of interested in in it as well. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed teaching it, yeah. um, and I think like there were some issues, obviously, like that that was mostly administrative. Okay. But like the actual course and the actual like student interaction was fun, and I really enjoyed it. Okay. I, however, do not think I have like patience for school children. <laughs> No, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, it's that age, man. You need to get them at the right time. Yeah. So I would argue, um, A levels. I, a levels hmm. or A levels ke bache ho, lekin A levels second year. But like they need to be, they need to under, like unko thori appreciation honi chahiye is baat ki like what they're learning. Sure. Um, like like a random ke like ham aage. Ham aage ha. Ha. But I would hmm. argue that it needs to start a little younger also. A little younger, you think? I think, like before, I would say eighth grade. Eighth grade. Although they're more like. Annoying. Rowdy, yeah. They're very rowdy. Yeah. But if you pick out again, like it has to be like selective. I sure. feel sure. like obviously not all kids, all kids can write, but not all kids can be like. Yeah. Uh, I mean, have a test. Have a test. Yeah. And, and then and then one more thing that uh, the same people who bantu kasmi wale jo wohi wale wo yahan pe bhi aajenge just have a have a course that mm. they need to ace that they need to do like above eighty five. Right? Yeah. Because any kid or any person who has that story inside them, they know. They know some way or the other. Sure, it takes some time to realize, but I think starting them off young because they need that encouragement. Like O levels destroys you at a lot of levels, right? Or like school at that level. Sure, 
because there's so much pressure. Yeah, right, 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 right. I feel like they do need some type of creative outlet. Sure. And schools don't give a creative outlet in general. No, they don't. Um, Dude, you know, no, no one ever appreciates how difficult O and A levels are. Huh. You know, when I when I after I got the, I did my A levels from Nixer. Mm. After I got done A levels. Mm-hmm. And I went to university for the first couple of years. University was a joke, man. Mm-hmm. I was like, what you, and, and North American kids yeah, yeah. because they were coming from high school. High mm-hmm. school is, a, is very easy compared to uh, university. But when I used to, or my sister, when we used to go there, mm-hmm. like, okay, what's going on? And you know, we're talking about A-levels, mein, 100% everything is reliant on one exam. You, oh, you, yeah. screw, you screw this up, everything's gone. gone. Pe, bro, they were like, this essay 10% is worth is this, huh, 20% what? I'm like, I don't understand this 2.5 is your attendance yeah. like, what? <laughs> oh, 10% is attendance what the fuck? <laughs> I was a little crazy yeah. but yeah like 10% like, just showing up 10% is this what is that man? that's ridiculous yeah anyhow man uh, this has been a lot of fun yes, it's, it's, it's been fantastic I really hope again uh, even after the podcast if there's anything uh, I can do for the Desi Collective you let me know, I will let you know. it is very important it's it's, it's it's super important. Mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, screw everyone who doesn't, doesn't understand it because <laughs> because really, man, think about it. Newspapers didn't think K uh, television mm-hmm. would Good take work. over, and they had to sell their printing presses, man. Mm. Like, what the fuck are you guys thinking? You know, or girls or whatever you are. Mm. I don't I don't care. <laughs> whatever it is, man. Whatever it is. Um, I don't know what you're thinking, and uh, yeah, it's it's the future. I really would think though that this is. It's good that you did the Desi Collective the way mm-hmm. you did, mm-hmm. right? Because you 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 know you maybe learned a few things, made a few mistakes, yeah. stumbled a little bit. I just didn't think like the first month I didn't think. I just good. did it. Good, 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 man. Huh. You you can't think too much about huh. this stuff. Uh, but I really I don't know. Maybe that is the way to go. Is first have it become an online presence, and then you know maybe once or twice a year do a do a physical yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 Why not? I think, why not? Yeah. Can be tried. Wait, how's the Patreon uh, doing? Again, because I took a break. Uh-huh. So I just, I, I, even, I have now forgotten how many people subscribed to it. It's on, not bro. great. Um, but then again, I mean, I completely like, because of the fellowship, I was like, I can't do this, that. And, and the job, yeah. And, yeah. and have a nine to five. So I had to stop something. Right. Um, but again, like, even I know I wasn't consistent with it. So now when I restart again, uh, it's going to be more consistency on those things. Inshallah, inshallah. And again, I just want to try a couple of different things. Let's see how that goes. And okay. um, we'll okay. see. Fantastic. Um, please, uh, the Desi Collective is your Instagram? Yes. You don't want your personal wala? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I have a public profile also now because I think Ooh. it could be an influence. Yeah, sure. Why, why the fuck not, dude? Come on, why are you laughing? It's, it's, it's a serious yeah. thing. Mango bars pay. You, to, you you are the foremost authority on shadis, dude. Yeah. That's Hashtag important. weddings. Hashtag weddings. Hashtag weddings. Hashtag weddings. Yeah. Um, so, so your your uh, Desi Collective guy is the Desi Collective? Yeah, not uh, official. No, okay. And what's, <laughs> what's your uh, personal? Uh, it's confused and fashionable. Confused and fashionable. Yes. Uh, any, uh, no YouTubes, none of that? No. Okay, that. websites? Um, no, so I, I'm going to launch the like the basic collective website and everything. Ekshathi, so stay okay. tuned. Stay tuned, and we'll also and we'll also look forward to your book, inshallah. Yes, inshallah. Whenever it happens. Thank you, man. Thank you so much. We'll do this again sometime, inshallah. Assalamualaikum. Yeah.